Boom. There we go. Now I'm on the right screen. Now the recording is time to start. Oh, no. Catching Terry off guard, hunting for his nose. Where's the funniest stuff? Where's the funniest stuff? I just stuff? finished my Cheerios, man. <laughs> man. Oh, we should probably get going then if we're already. Yeah. We've been talking so long in pre-show. All the <laughs> listeners missed all that funny stuff. Now they're stuck with the boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. This is the podcast that sounds funny. And this is the week of March 14th, 2023, season three, yes. show 19, episode one, two, three. I can count. And it's also mm-hmm. Pi Day, right, Terry? We are two blind brothers and Hold a blind a sister who tell it the way we see it. Uh, I am your host, Keith, and join with me are Terry and Joe. The cereal eating Terry and the pie eating Jill. I had pie on Sunday, but I got coffee today is all. But of course, that reference Terry mentioned before the podcast, that it is pie day. It is AA day, apparently. AAA. It is 3.14 day. So there we go. I wonder which kind of pie day it was, mathematical pie or eating pie. Cherry pie. Yeah, apple pie. <laughs> yeah, it's 3.14 is the mathematical mm. equation of pie. Three, 3.14, the circumference of a circle. I don't like numbers in my pie. I like fruit in my pie. Unless you, you take your apples and cut them up into number shapes. Oh, there's an idea. <laughs> so look, the strawberries can be zeros. The apples cut them up into ones. Does anyone have a question? Go ahead, strong man. Beat me up. Throw me in the gutter and walk away. Well, let's go ahead and get started with what we like to call What's New? It's where we open up with a funny family classic story or something happening, reading, watching, doing. And uh, the thing I had was thinking of this morning, I was reading uh, one of the news apps on my phone, and it was talking about uh, Joe Biden makes a blunder by telling a secret about Jimmy Carter. I thought, oh, how, how secret might this be? Two presidents yes. talking about each other. Oh, you know, uh, President Carter is in his 90s. He's been in hospice because his, his health is really declining. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh, where's the secret there? And apparently during an interview, Joe Biden says, uh, President Carter asked me to give his eulogy. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I've been visiting him, and he's been getting worse. I thought, no, that's funny. <laughs> Stop visiting him, Uncle Joe. <laughs> get the it alone. He's already in hospice. He, he doesn't want to get worse, or maybe he does. I don't know. But that was, was worded funny. I've been visiting him, and he's getting worse. <laughs> anyway, my twisted uh, frame of mind with that. Yeah, every time I visit him, he gets worse. So maybe. Uh... It's you and visiting him that's helping him along his journey. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Jimmy Carter's in his 90s. He's up there in age. They say his cancer has come back. Uh, I'm surprised that he's still hanging in there on hospice. Uh, right. I haven't heard it. anything. He's been on it for at least a few weeks now. Um, but yeah, it's usually not real good when someone's on hospice. You don't really have too long to go. Me, I, I, I wish him the best. I mean, he was never my favorite president, but he, he, he did some good stuff for the country as well as yeah. not, but, but every president does. But uh, anyway, that's all I got. Just a, a little quirky stream of thought. You guys got something you want to talk about? Um, I, Go ahead. I can't. I, nothing funny's happened this week. I, really. uh, <laughs> I a blank. something. Well, <clears throat> a second through my notes, I thought I jotted it down, but eh, I was. Uh, I've been watching this TV show, um, Desperate Housewives, older show. Never saw it when it was on. I've been watching it now, and uh, I'm into season five. But in season four, it was funny. I had to call, tell my wife last night, come here, you got to listen to this part of the show. One of the characters on the show um, got, uh, there was a tornado that came through um, where they live at. And one of the husbands got killed. The other guy was injured and became blind. And so now they're dealing with the you know blinded character on the show. I just thought it was funny some of the stuff that he's doing, you know, and everything like, oh man, I spilled my drink. Can you come help me? And the girl comes to help him. So I'm so tired of. It. And uh, his wife says, "You, um, you have to tr- believe everything I tell. You. you have to trust everything I do. You're blind. You just have to deal with it. If I give you a." can of deodorant you got to trust that it's deodorant not oven cleaner <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving your wife pointers you know <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny you know but uh yeah they're dealing with him being blind and stuff and i'm like i think they actually got i don't think they got him a dog yet but he's talking about getting a guide dog and stuff but i know uh, it's interesting that they had they were on in season four they were dealing with a blinded guy and then another family on on the show was dealing with uh, one of their step with this lady's children who she had four kids, but then her husband had a daughter with another woman years before, and he didn't know he had a daughter. So then the ex wife or the ex girlfriend and the daughter came to town and stayed with them, and then she the mom died. So now he's got his daughter that he's raising with his four other kids. And she can't stand his wife, and she's evil. You know, she has just accused her of some stuff, and she even burned herself with a curling iron, and the police and DCFS was involved. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of what's things going on and stuff. But what was that show called? Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. And then it's Hmm. like that. That was out in the early. 2000s i mean i the season five here is in like 2008 you know but then i mean they had desperate housewives i've never saw that show designing women not that i really think that's designing women this was on like in the 90s i thought right and then they have like sex in the city show which is out there then they have what's out there now i think that's another one was in the 90s but i never watched it mainly because it was is an hbo show when they were had cable back then 
Right. But the one that's out now said desperate housewives is real housewives. You know, they got real uh, housewives of whatever city or stuff. They're uh, not desperate anymore. That's <laughs> like I, I'm sitting here watching this show, this desperate housewives. It took me about three seasons. You know, every time I had something I'd be trying to explain it to my wife, and then it hit me yesterday. I'd say, "Oh my God, this is a soap opera." <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice yeah, time it's like opera. a prime time soap opera. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I remember when it was out, but I never really watched it. But because I'm trying to explain the show, and then you goes into this character, and then that character, and then they're doing this, and they're doing that, and this is going on, and they're doing. And it's like, you, know, this is a soap opera I'm watching. It's like, you know, well, I, I know I have a particular anchor topic in mind for later, but since you mentioned the thing about your wife, you, you got to trust me when I hand you. I just happened to have a quick thought that would fit our anchor topic, so I'll just make a quick statement and then leave it behind. You know, sometimes it is difficult to tell something apart, like an okay, aerosol can, you know, is this uh, whatever, or a bottle of shampoo as opposed to conditioner. But I thought, you know, it's not likely, for example, you watch going to hand you something and say, Here, here's your shaving cream, and then you put whipped cream on your face. <laughs> because the nozzle <laughs> is different you don't have the same button to press so something or, or cheese whiz or sort of whatever now well, cheese whiz and whipped cream I guess you get confused but anyway well, just, just a funny thought I had when you were talking about that I thought that they had some of that gel sh shaving cream that had oh, the nozzle yeah. like the cheese, cheese I, I guess they do I, I don't usually get that thing I'm not sure but yeah, but yeah, I just was thinking to be some of my think, oh, you were putting what cream on your face that I shave your cream. It's like, well, you could really tell. Uh yeah. but anyway, uh if Jill doesn't have anything, because I know you've been I, I can't think of anything funny that's happened this week. <laughs> Let's go ahead and dive into our random topic. Am I on voice? Please. Don't talk like that. You frighten me. Well, we need five. Five Where's items. That uh, number four. Oh, we're back on holidays again. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays. Ooh. Shall we do another holiday? This will be pretty short. Yeah, sure. Pick another number. Two. Two. So, what month is this? Oh, yeah, March. March 13th was yesterday. By the way, how did your daughter's birthday go? Oh, she actually mm -hmm. celebrated it on Saturday because with all the kids they have, they had a lot of... Uh, Ah, yeah, a lot of extras and, now. Yeah, they got a Brady piano bunch. lessons and they got uh, a Brady Bunch family. Going yeah, six. But days. anyhow, back back on focus here. Yeah. <laughs> March fourteen is today. That will be one. The grandson's two birthday is March fifteen. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's tomorrow. It is National Shoe the World Day. Shoe the world? I get yeah, S H O E. Everybody wear your shoes tomorrow. As opposed to shoe. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I guess if you don't wear your shoes, your feet might smell. Stinky yeah. shoes. So wear socks with those shoes, people. <laughs> it is World Speech Day. So speak to, to uh, on, on the March 15th. Get out there and give a speech. I guess politicians love that one. <laughs> um, World Social Work Day. So if you have a social worker, give them a speech and make them wear their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> World Contact Day. Well, put uh, in your contacts. <laughs> I guess, yeah, wear your contacts. So. Put, it, put them in there with some contact cement or something. I don't know. <laughs> Use your contact paper. Um, it's World Consumer Rights Day. So if you are a consumer of the world, you have rights. <laughs> well, as opposed to left, I don't know. World Consumer Rights. Know your rights about global warming and whatever, fossil fuels. <laughs> International Day Against Police Brutality. Huh. So all those police out there who, who are feeling brutalized. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, the other way around. The police are brutalized. Be nice to your police officer. <laughs> I, I guess that would work both ways these days because mm-hmm. cops are, yeah, are pretty rough with all the defunding the cops and making them work more than they should. Appreciate your police officers, what it should be. <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, people do have the right to not be abused by a police officer, but it also by you know, other way around is you don't need to abuse your your police officer either. They're just right. enforcing the law. You're the one that's breaking the law. <laughs> and if you're not breaking the law, you don't have to worry about it. A National Paris Horn Day? I don't know what that is. A Paris Horn. Huh. A French horn? I know what a French horn is, but it is the Ides of March at two boute, as Julius Caesar said before being stabbed in the back by his best friend. <laughs> uh, everything you think is wrong, Day. So if you're a Democrat, this is your day to wake up. <laughs> Don't you want? They got some pretty goofy Democrats out. Now, not against Democrats particularly. I mean, I would be a Democrat if they actually had some. Uh, normal, sane ideologies to get by. <laughs> um, it is dumbstruck day. I must be a politician day. I'd like to strike <laughs> some of them dumb. <laughs> strike a dumb politician day? Is I, that what you said? <laughs> but ironically, remember earlier, it's speech day. It's speech day and dumbstruck day. It's like, you know, two opposite things on the same day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a lot happening uh, but it goes on it is buzzards day and that's all there is for march 15th hmm. so definitely lots of stuff buzzards day wow does that mean you have a buzzard for a pet <laughs> you know there's a vulture in that cage over there right how come he has yellow feathers around his beak i don't know Hmm. Well, I wonder how you feed your buzzer. You just sort of fly around looking for roadkill. <laughs> uh, well, when you're out driving down the road, if you happen to see something alongside the road, you just scrape it up and take it to your buzzard. <laughs> yeah. 
Roadkill. <laughs> so there was a lot of holidays for March 15th, but, um, so but still, go, it makes for a very quick random topic. Yeah. Before, we, before we go into our next thing, like uh, Jill's daughter's birthday was yesterday. Didn't she turn 40? Well, I'm not supposed to say how old she is. Well, her daughter, no, she wouldn't be 40. She'd only be 39. Uh, so this is 2023. Actually, no, no, she's only 29 because if she was 39, that means look how old we would be. Yeah. So she has to be 29. No, she's 19. She if turned 19 yesterday, Jill. This is 23. Uh-huh. No, eighty-three to twenty-three. Okay, no, uh, she was saying nineteen yesterday. She's nineteen yesterday. That's it. Period. And well, story. My grandson's birthday is today, and he tur- he's turning one. He's one. Yep. Anyway, it's amazing <laughs> that your daughter is nineteen, Jill, and she has has her daughter Harold. <laughs> Twelve, <laughs> thirteen. Wow, how'd that happen? We anyway, won't have to tell you her for age some... when we're done because I'm not supposed to say it on on here. <laughs> I, I think even though we joked around about ages, people <laughs> might just figure that one out. You're getting older every day. Anyway. <laughs> well, you know, I'd, I'd rather die of old age than young age. So the older you get, the longer you live. Yeah. The more birthdays you have, the longer you live. They're healthy for you. Yeah, for here. <laughs> Man, what are you talking about? Quiet, you. But it is time for some news. With Friday being St. Patrick's Day, I got a news story here. It's out of Australia about a brewery that's recalling cans of beer because it contains too much alcohol. (laughs) Hmm. The regulators in Australia um, says that watermelon sour beer contains excessive alcohol due to secondary fermentation. If they don't have the, it was found in cans of beer that were not refrigerated. You know, they you have the beer they put in the watermelon in it, and then when it sits there unrefrigerated, it causes fermentation, which produces more alcohol, and it causes more carbonation, and sometimes the cans explode. <laughs> so, exploding cans of beer. Can you imagine popping the top open and boom? <laughs> it's like pulling the pin on a hand grenade or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Non-intentional fermentation that had occurred. So, man, I don't know if it had the alcohol content or not, but they, uh, because it happened in a handful of cans, they, they for safety purposes, they're recalling all this beer. It's in Australia, not here, but Australian beer. We have the Holy Hand Grenade. Yes, of course. The Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. It is one of the sacred relics Brother Maynard carries with him. Oh, I forgot about St. Patrick's Day. None of mine are anything to do with it. I'm bad. But my first uh, story reminded me of a movie that's out called Lyle Lyle Crocodile. If anybody's (laughs) seen it, where there's a crocodile in the attic. And he can sing. But this is actually an alligator 
in the attic in North Carolina. Hmm. Uh, well, that's where I keep them there, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just called North Carolina yesterday. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> huh. What? Well, I don't. Um, anyway, this um, inspector was inspecting this house was being built. And uh, he went up in the attic to check on wiring and found an alligator. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so he told the crew that was working there, evidently they hadn't gone in the attic in a while, that they need to get out of the house for safety reasons. While well, he calls the alligator SWAT team to come and <laughs> alligator SWAT team. <laughs> That's what I called it. What they do, they, they had an elephant come and wag his tail in front of the. <laughs> oh, that was last week. There, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they uh, got this alligator out. This inspector guy says he's seen lots of animals in attics, like squirrels and raccoons and birds and lots of things, but never an alligator. And he was really shocked to see how what? it would have got up there. But it was along the shoreline. Um. Yeah, Carolina well, Beach area. I'm not sure where these I mean, areas are. Not being from the Carolinas. houses, of course, are made differently. I mean, uh, in the house where you know Terry's at, you can't get up an attic unless you get a ladder and go through an access panel, and that's how the way most of the houses I've lived in are. Yeah, I don't understand my, how houses get up in these places. You had a house where it was just a flight of stairs. You just opened up an access door, and there's a flight of stairs that went up. Uh, so I guess it would depend. I, if they had the stair that led to the attic, I could see an alligator, you know, somehow in the house or wandering up these stairs. They are cold-blooded animals, so it's probably looking for a hot place to be in. But that's just weird that he was up there. It's crazy or, that he was up there. He must have thought the house was being built for him, so he was just going to move like, on in. It could be that, like, the house was on a, a hillside, and the oh. he, he jumped off the cliff and landed on the house and crawled inside. <laughs> it was like a para, paratrooper alligator. Here's the green ray. <laughs> it could have been house. picked up by a tornado and then dropped down and put a hole in the roof and it was in the attic. Oh, yeah. well, he, he's Santa Croc. He went down the gym. <laughs> tornado threw him up there or something. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're not sure yeah, how he got or, up there, but I mean, they got him be. out and released him back into the wild. But and how I was big was it? Did, yeah. your domesticated. did your electricians find any alligators in your attic? So well, here's a question. What happened to the people who used to live in the house? There was a new <laughs> house being built there. Oh, okay. Well, I like, can imagine where all the people go. How come the alligator is smiling? If the kid, if a kid there had a little pet alligator, and he took it up in the attic to hide it from his parents, and it just out of there growing and growing. You know, yeah. I yeah, I guess I missed the part about being a new house under construction. Yeah, yeah, but like you're saying, I don't know. I guess maybe they they don't. I, climb. I don't know how alligator would get don't up really in the attic. Climb. The <laughs> yes. You know, so. I've never heard of them climbing. They just crawl on the ground. It's like, yeah. yeah I mean, even climbing stairs. I I don't know that an alligator would really know how to climb the stairway, but maybe they could. The world may never know. <laughs> maybe one of the construction workers had an alligator in his lunchbox. And he just left it there. Oh.
the news media last Thursday was International Women's Day. And you know about that? I mean, this is the Women's History Month all month long. But last Thursday was International Women's Day. And Dr. Jill Biden, the wife of the president, got a lot of mixed reviews on the social media because she awarded a uh, man the International Woman of the Year. Let's see, that's not right. If it's Women's Day, it is for women. If you're a man that looks like a woman, you got your own thinking day. But your it, LGBTQ element day. It's a trans woman, so you know it's a man. They don't count. <laughs> Can it's he like, have a baby? But, no. But, but that, well, that's the point. But you don't get it. Uh, they've gone through so much to become a woman. They've only been a woman for like three months. And her children won for at least X number of years, decades, yeah. <laughs> at least three decades instead of three months. Um, but this guy, um, and he's from Argentina, is introduced as a transgender woman. Uh, who has kicked out of classrooms, blocked for student exams, refused jobs, opportunities, subject to violence, rejected by her family. In the face of these challenges, she worked through violence and discrimination against the LGBTQ plus community in Argentina. Alberuda is a special envoy to sexual orientation, gender identity. The thing we can just call it queer. Blah, blah, blah. But like, look, the dude did a lot of activism for LGBT. Clearly, he is uh, one of those letters, LGB. Uh, give him an award for that. Give him an award for bravery for being the bravest LGB dude around. Yeah. But he's a dude, not a woman. <laughs> exactly. But they say we call him queer now. You don't have to spit that spit out. The I don't care how I learned to put on it. You're either really, you're only either L or your G. The by in the middle there really is meaningless because you're still attracted to either A or B, one or zero. <laughs> there is no anything else. You're digital. Well, just as you find me amusing, I find you a little queer. Hopefully this would never happen to us. But in oh, in uh, in Houston, in the Houston cafe. There was a two people doing a podcast, and a car crashed through the window and interrupted their podcast. <laughs> That's like getting interrupted by one of my phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a little bit more dangerous. They wanted to be on the show live. <laughs> they're doing their podcast from a cafe. They had a you know the how some people do have the video. They had a camera person there filming while they were doing their podcast and they were only on their fifth episode when this occurred uh, on Commerce Street in Houston and the SUV just came crashing through the windows right behind them stopped just before it hit them in the back you know and people were jumping and screaming jumping out of the way screaming and they're like uh, freaking out, everybody's good shocking that the camera guy goes, I got it all on film, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, there's a uh, video out there if anybody wanted to look it up. But, um, uh, 
and no, I don't think anybody was really injured except for the the cafe. <laughs> yeah. They didn't say why the guy ran through. Was he, he uh, lost control of the vehicle, or he was looking for the drive-through window? That, or he wanted to be live on their show, or something. It happened just when one of the guys remarked how quiet it was inside the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> just seconds after. The quiet came. before the storm. The dark <laughs> before the dawn. Reese and Reyes. They, nobody was injured. The family inside, There was a family inside the SUV, but they weren't injured either. They had their seatbelts on. <laughs> it, it doesn't say, you know, the guy had a cramp in his leg or something at Charlie Horse. I don't know, but Hit huh. the gas instead of the brake. His wife was nagging him about directions. He goes, here, you drive. <laughs> just like, you know, that's why they put them big concrete poles in front of businesses and stuff, just in case old grandma hits the gas instead of the brake. Goes right through yeah, the it's a good idea anymore. Might not look real pretty, but decorate I mean, each pole. They have them look pretty. <laughs> we have the parking bumps in our parking lot, but, you know, that just helps you. You know, get your vehicle up higher to go through the window. <laughs> yeah. It's a ramp. So it just, can... yeah, <laughs> front end so you can hit that you do, the bumper for the window. You're doing like the Dukes of Hazard and stuff. <laughs> just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they were born. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. It was uh, here in St. Louis. There was two swap monkeys escaped. <laughs> that thing I've never swamp. Uh, and maybe hey, he was. They were looking for an alligator to ride. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, this guy went in to clean their habitat and didn't shut the door, so they had escaped very easily. But they didn't get out of the building, so the zoo was saved from. I don't. I don't know how big even a swamp monkey is if they're big or small. Swamp yeah. I, I can't yeah. imagine that'd be very big. I I don't know at all. I, I wonder if it's like that movie, The Swamp Thing. They have like you know moss and stuff all over them. <laughs> superpowers. <laughs> Send the article they had webbed feet. Yeah. And it's like yeah. for chickens to do the monkey chicken dance with. It's weird though to think monkeys would swim even because with webbed feet and hands. I didn't think monkeys liked water, but huh. you always hear about them in the jungle with Tarzan. I well, know, jungle is rainforest. I mean, yeah. that would make sense. They're in tropical places. It's just kind of strange. I thought it was just funny when I heard two swamp monkeys escaped. Uh, and, I'm not sure really what they just wanted to get out and see what St. Louis looked like. They were, they were sick of being locked down in a zoo. They wanted to get out. They're trying to see what the city was like. Like, oh, no, we hate St. Louis too. Let us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, referencing my joke about the monkey chicken dance, the people don't know what that is or never heard of it. Type in Monkey Chicken Dance James Kennison on YouTube and you will find him singing that song. Yeah. <clears throat> Very cute little kid song. The monkeys and the chickens, they do a little dance. And every time they do it, 
everybody claps I wish that I could do it so they could clap for me But I cannot do the monkey chicken dance, you see uh, <clears throat> A Florida woman uh, has 13 pieces of luggage delivered to her after Delta damages her suitcase Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's uh, one of these yours <laughs> it's like uh, why did she end up with 30 pieces did did she make a claim when they went to the, the dead suitcase rack and they pulled them out for her or what but if you read through the story which I won't read all the details it boils down to she flown on Delta They she had a I guess a pretty brand new suitcase a big flingo on it you know, very unique style it is the kind of had the wheels on it well, it got damaged. It snapped off a couple wheels, and so she registered with them that they broke her brand new suitcase. And they said, "Okay, we'll we'll replace it." And they sent her a catalog, and she could order any suitcase that she wanted to replace the one that they damaged. So she was flipping through, and she saw a couple that she was, you know, she might have liked, but she finally found the one that she wanted, and then she ordered that one. Well, she they gave her an email alert saying, you know, thanks for your your order or whatever. And she got a couple other emails, but she just ignored them, thinking, well, it was just a glitch. You just, you know, people do remind you and remind you again or whatever. Yeah. And she didn't think about it. And then she got a delivery that had a suitcase and another suitcase, and the suitcases <laughs> had a suitcase inside of a suitcase. And they don't know what happened. They don't know that because she flipped through their catalog online looking at different pages, she either inadvertently marked things or they somehow tracked her, you know, browsing through their website and they and the company somehow inadvertently marked things. But she ended up with 13 suitcases to replace her one that was damaged. Now, of course, being the good citizen that she is, she reported it to Delta and uh, they were kind enough to send her uh, receipt labels and she shipped back the ones that she didn't want. So she was very nice about it. <laughs> huh. I thought you mentioned they sent her lost luggage, you know. Yeah, that's what I thought first, too. Is they went to the lost <laughs> luggage store and started pulling stuff off. <laughs> Here's some boy clothes, some men's clothes, some fat person clothes, some skinny person clothes. These aren't my clothes. But no, she it was legitimate. She they damaged her stuff. They replaced it with brand new. Some of them suitcases were three, four hundred dollars. They weren't wow. cheap suitcases. Uh, all nested inside of each other, like a little you know stacking block or whatever. A Russian doll. <laughs> That's what a Russian doll is. Last week, uh, yeah. she's full of herself. I think was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> This um, is a world actual. There's all kinds of different world records, as we know, by D David Rush stories. This is not David Rush. This takes place in Australia, where I just did the beer can story. But <laughs> maybe that's why the guy did it. I don't know. But Oscar Lennox of Australia found he broke the world record for bouncing 12 ping pong balls in 30 seconds and catching them on his bald head with shaving cream on it. <laughs> and so 
if you want to try that record, just put lather up your head with shaving cream and bounce some ping pong balls, and they'll stick to the shaving cream. If you how can in drink. the world do people think of this stuff? I don't understand. Like, let me see how many eggs I can carry across the room on a spoon or something. It's like, how many grapes can I hold in my hand? I don't know. You know that's I all wonder if you bounce a grape, uh, a cranberry bounces, bounce that and see if you can catch it on your bald head. With... I mean, a lot of times you can just get a Guinness Book of World Records and you can see the category and say, oh, I could beat that. But then they come up with these weird things like, who, like that. Who would have thought of that? Oh, let me see how many Q-tips I can twist around in my beard. That guy did that last week. There was that guy doing that again, but I didn't go over it. But still, right. And he did uh, twelve ping pong balls. Of course, they call them table tennis balls, but mm -hmm. same thing. And yeah, and it's a real record. You can try it at home. It says. That's all there is to that story. <laughs> well, These people have too much time on their hands. I thought oh, it was kind of related to, <laughs> hey, kids, don't do this drunk. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. He was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> on the Australian beer. Yeah. Okay, what's next? Sailor, I can't do it. You tell her. Thanks loads. Well, these weird words this week aren't too super weird. I just thought it was a funny list. It's like from our grandparents. You know how uh, hippies have their lingo and our grandparents slang words. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. I might have okay. an edge on this one with the old time. Yeah, you might know a lot of these. <laughs> the first one is gas. But it's Well, that's more than just the fuel you put in your car. Gas. It's a gas, gas, jumping jack, gas. Jumping jack flash. It's something gas. funny. Well, uh, now we're cooking with gas. It means something modern, I guess. Yeah, something outrageous or fun. <laughs> modern. Let's see what all it has here. Gas. Yeah. Outrageously fun. The guy at the party last night, he was a gas, was the uh, sentence, and it went with it. He was full of some beans. <laughs> <laughs> and Put everybody knows lighter. this one. Another word they used to use is wallflower. Counting flowers on the wall, that don't bother me at all. Playing solitaire till dawn with the deck of 51. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Now don't tell me I'd nothing to do. Oh, yeah. Don't be such a You're at the dance and you're hanging over on the seats. No one will dance with me. Yeah, the bashful one that hangs around out along the wall. Where have all the flowers gone? Young girls pick the 
Have you heard that one? What beat? Beat, beat feet. The beat goes on. The beat goes on. As in B E A T. Yeah. That means to run, get out of here. Beat your feet against the pavement. Beat feet on the pavement. Yeah. That's funny because just the other day I heard my daughter's boyfriend say that. And I was like, I've never heard anybody actually say that before. Let's beat feet out of here. Yeah. That's that's a military thing, all right. <laughs> you got to be feet, get out of here. The enemies are coming. Let's go. But I thought that was really weird. So these aren't really just single words. These are sometimes phrases too. Because this next one is made in the shade. Oh, I got it made in the shade. Lying around heaven all day. Yeah. So I'm assuming these would be maybe between our parents and our grandparents. I'm I think, sure. yeah, so far these sound like they're firmly planted in the 60s, but they, they probably yeah. got their starts from earlier than that. Yeah. How about groovy? <laughs> this next the groovy's not one of them, but pad. <laughs> but at least you can try. Pad, and it's not what a woman needs once a month. <laughs> oh, pad, okay. Pad, pad. like a swinging bachelor pad, man. Yeah, come over to my pad. The costume towers. Move to my pad. And the black people took it over and called it a crib. Yeah, a crib. Check out my casa. Uh, oh, suki, suki, My pad Be- is your speaking pad. of, as Jill said, the thing that women is once one, once a month. There's another podcast I listen to from it's on Blaze TV. There's a guy named Chad Prather. He's a comedian. I think he ran for Texas governor once or something. But because of all this transgender stuff, he he did this joke where he had because it's Blaze TV had her makeup crew making him up like a woman. One of the ugliest women around, apparently. <laughs> and he was advertising his latest merch, Chad's Pads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's another word it's greaser. It's a little bit to the pot. We'll dance a little bit to the pot. We'll advance to the rock and roll. Greaser, yeah. The DA haircut. Like fines on the TV, the greaser hairstyle, all slick back. Yeah, put a lot of product in his hair to make it shiny. Real cream, they used to like, like 1950 Elvis. Little dab will do you. <laughs> These are really quick words. This next one is peepers. Peepers? Jeepers, creepers. How'd you get them peepers? Jeepers, creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers, creepers. Where'd you get those eyes? How'd you get those eye, eyes? Eyeballs. That, yeah, that, that, that We're too comes, old. We that, know that was a song that was a old. hit like back, back in the World War I era, 1920s era. 
back when flappers roamed the earth, jeepers, creepers. <laughs> flappers. But yeah, but it's that, that's right. definitely our grandma's era there, I'll tell you what. Use your peepers to look at stuff. Oh, this is a good one. I've never heard this one. It was Submarine Races. Ah, <laughs> that, that's another one I heard from Happy Days. Hiding love is just the same as will be, will be. When you make me tell you I love you. You're going to go and watch the submarine races. It means you're going to go to you know lake or a canal or a river. And, of course, the submarines are underwater. So what do you got to do while you watch the stuff underwater? You're parking. You're making the out. <laughs> yeah. I had never heard that before. I thought that was yeah. so funny. <laughs> Found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. Yeah, I, I, the first place I heard of it was on Happy Days. I don't know if it's an actual word or if it just came from you know, the Happy Days scriptwriters, but yeah. Another one is Far Out. Now that's more Far of the like It's like John Denver, man, far out. Yeah, that just means cool, of course. It's like way out there, man. It's in outer space. It's how far out it is. Unbelievable. Chug. Dave's not here. <laughs> This one I remember you guys saying knuckle sandwich. Sandwich, you knuckleheads. You gotta pound your face with a fist as a knuckle sandwich. Give you bite on those knuckles. <laughs> Yep, you're gonna get punched. He's gonna give you a knuckle sandwich. Y'all can clap. I'm through. what else you got? How many words we got? Bummer, oh, wait, wait. Another one, but Th this makes pretty... us the grandparents with the slang words. Oh man. <laughs> Bummer. Go ahead. Bummer. Bummer. No need to talk it out. We know what it's all about. Hanging around. Nothing to do with proud. Rainy day's fun is always get me down. 
bummer has been around forever, I guess. Because I, we used to say that like in the fifth grade. Oh, bummer. This is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. bummer. Yeah. This is like grandparent. Which kids don't still say these words. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we went wrong, but the feeling's gone, and I just can't get it back. And give me some skin. We all know what now that that's is. That's from like the 1940s with the uh, oh the the zoot suit crowd. What they used to call them? Yeah, give me some skin. Slap me some. Slap me five. Yeah, high five is what they do high now. Five, but low it's five. Slap me some skin. Yeah. But she disappeared around the corner. All I saw were three doors and the top of her bikini. Oh, the square. <laughs> At certain night, the night we met, there was magic abroad. That's another one that goes back to the jitterbug days and beatniks. You're not right. Bearsville, man. Totally not cool. You stick yeah, out your square arm. somebody that's not cool. Not with it. Just not with it, dude. <laughs> So they can call Earth, it, baby. Earth Squarity, Earth Squarity, Earth Squarity, Earth Oddity. <laughs> and then we got the fuzz. We all know the fuzz, right? Fuzz. What's on a peach? I have a joke uh, about if I should say it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh. And then it's in big. Do you know what a shindig is? Shindig. Yeah, let's get the clam bake. <laughs> Another <laughs> Hey, what's that mean? It's a party, a shindig. Yeah. Listen to that bongo sound. Grab the first one in your reach. Now we're gonna shake the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the clam, do the clam. Grab your barefoot baby by the hand. A wild party. Well, these were all pretty simple words for everybody, but they oh, were just a strange list that I got. I like, thought, what are you talking about, Grandma? I thought they'd be fun to use, but that's all of my words. 
Yeah. I, I don't get it. These are grandparents. Where kids don't use these? You're kidding me. You can have a shindig down by the cement pond, and you hope the buzz don't come and pick you up. Wow. <laughs> don't be a wallflower. Yeah, and this is a fun list. But the fuzz don't do shut. Beat your feet. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know whether or not to do five words or ten. Ten listed five. Well, hey, you're going to be featured in Anchor Topic. How much time you need? <laughs> Simply devastating. Sir, I know not who you are, but uh, you and your costume amuse me mightily. <laughs> Top ten. Let's do three. <laughs> Top five songs of all times. It's Seth. Oh, of all times. I bet you it's only the last fifteen years. But I think I thought I had got the date. I might have put the date of when the list was made. Uh, it says number one. The Macarena. <laughs> okay. The top hit. Huh? Wow. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely was a, a, a pretty uh, good dance tune. And it did last quite some time. And it's still being performed at weddings all the time. Around the it came out in 1993. Well, and, and back in the day, at that time... I was only about four years after leaving Panama, and I had just spent about six weeks in Honduras, so my Spanish skills are pretty much sharpened, and I used to know the words of that. I could translate it. <laughs> but these days, it's like half of them are Yeah, it, it gave the, some of the lyrics on that, but I didn't jot them down. Uh, on the radio, it was in Spanish, like, yeah, this is good. Like, I understood what they were talking about, what the words were. And I could actually translate this or sing it about this. And they sang the English version, like, that's not what the Spanish version said, but it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) And number two is... Is How Do I Live Without You? Which... A top record? I've never heard of it. That's was out put out by Leanne Rhimes. Yeah, it was on that oh. movie. Uh, Con oh, okay. Con Air. Con Air. Yeah. I live without you. Yeah, and she was a really huge hit when she was like what sixteen or thirteen, and then you didn't really hear much about her. And then number three. We've heard this one before, I'm sure. Number three is song of all time, Physical. Let's get physical. Physical. Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. Came out. In 1981, yeah, <laughs> it was a very, at the time, it was 
more than just physical activity. It's physical activity and sexual innuendos in that song. Yeah, it was kind of a, at that time a departure for her for having her squeaky clean country music image. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a workout song. Uh, well, did you see the video? It is a workout song. She's got the headbands and the leggings. And she's in the gym. Number four. Hold on. Yep. Number four. I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. By who? Black Eyed Peas. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that one. I don't either. And it's like I didn't jot down the other. I'm sure if I could find it. And I can slip in a riff. I could would probably go. Oh yeah, that's yeah you, awesome. can, you can do that with all these if you want. And number five, it's says party rock anthem. Party rock anthem. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know that one either. It's like a cool name for a song. Who sings it? Because because her top songs of all times, all time spans quite a long. Yeah, uh, I know. Realm. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's why I say when people say a list of all times, generally they mean like in the last 15 years or 20 years or maybe you know stretching it some maybe 30 years, but but uh, otherwise it'd be songs like from the Beatles or Elvis or Michael Jackson on there. Uh, there might be some yeah, others. Lum Lumfea Viva. <laughs> That's the group, Lumfea Viva. <laughs> well, the song title is pretty cool, but I don't, I don't know if the group name was insane. I must want those. The guy you heard before you've been you know head bopping to, but it's like oh. the, the Yay song. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, you know, that's supposed to have been done by Gary Glitter. You know, he was an English rock star that was arrested for pedophilia. Yeah, <laughs> oh. uh, they sing about him in the ACDC oh. song. Um, uh, Gary Glitter, but anyway, that's all I got for my top five short and sweet. Yeah, you know, I'll have to find research some clips and play them behind there, but but they uh you know like I said it, it could have said like like you said top five or top five songs of the nineteen nineties or whatever. Yeah, or, or top dance tunes or top because <laughs> to say top tunes of all times it's like that covers a lot of ground. I mean <laughs> and maybe it was if, if every to, week uh, there's a top forty list from right, Casey Kasem maybe or whoever did. does it these days. That maybe means every week there's forty top hits. That means every year there's fifty two times that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of music. <laughs> that's a lot of music for all times. If you take only the, the number one hit of every week, there's 52 t- number one hits potentially every year. That still adds up to all time. 
They used to do a top hundred like Casey Kasem did his, and then it, towards the end of the year they do the top hundred out of the year or something. Blah blah blah. I don't hear about it much anymore, but Ryan Seacrest took over that as well. I, I thought. Yeah, I know well, there's times I, I would like to find it and listen to it, but then it's like I don't know where to find it, what station carries it. Yeah, or Rick Dees, he might be doing. It. I don't know, but he yeah. does good duck. He's, <laughs> he's probably getting up there in years. Incredible. Some strange things have turned up. All right, so now we move on to, to anchor topic. Well, uh, little do our listeners know, but we got interrupted early on by a phone call from for Terry, and it just happens that our topic of the week is all about the vest, about getting introduced to having services, blindness rehab, what you got to do to get yourself there. And we've talked before about this, at least with the VA system, you have to have your physical, you know, chest x-ray, some blood work. This want to make sure you're healthy, you're not going to die on them while you're up there doing stuff. Okay, urinalysis. Yeah, it's just basic lab work, blood work, pee in a bottle, the, just to make sure you're generally healthy and have your health under control because when you go up to the rehab facility you will be you know doing orientation mobility walking around you'll be doing all of our lists we talk about week in and week out communications and manual skills and all the stuff in between so terry tell us about your latest adventure and why you won't be here next week um and so i uh got the phone call and they You'll go over what day and everything. They to let me know that before I go, I have to get a Corona test. I'm like, I just had a fifth round of Corona last month. So typically. So you have, you have one left in your six pack, you're saying? <laughs> six pack of Corona. I've had five for, for, injections. You have a 12 pack. <laughs> I get one every time they offer it to me. Get an upgrade, get an update, whatever. So, but they say once you get it, you're good for six months, whatever. But the other thing is because of the fact that it's in this federal building or federal hospital, we they still have to wear masks up there. Well, so. you're 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 actually an inpatient in the hospital, so yeah, you. Well, whatever. Have, that, that, that's why you have to have the test because you're you're being admitted into a hospital. Even though I'm going in, if I go into a hospital here, I go in my room. I don't have to wear a mask in my room. Well, another thing too is Joe Joe Biden. Uh, I think last month declared that the COVID emergency uh, that mandates wearing masks will be officially over at the end of this month. So you may have to wear a mask now, but the hospital may lift that when the mandate goes away. All right. That's what I'm saying. He mentioned something about the, the 23rd or something that comes off or something. The 23rd of April, I think he said, but I'm not sure anyway, but they said uh, I can come up there. And so then they, my wife says, well, how long would I be there? And he's, he's saying anywhere like four weeks, but because I've been up there, you know, seven times already that I might not even be there four weeks. So, my wife would rather me be up there six months or more. Like four months. Instead of four <laughs> <weeks>. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I'm going to go up there, you know, to 
I told him that uh, a lot of times when you go there, they issue you your equipment, and then they tell you when you go home, and if anything breaks or anything, you just call your VISC coordinator, your local one, and they can get it for you. And it's like, yeah, but I, whenever I have a lot of different things that's malfunctioning, you you know, you can just as easily go back up to Heinz and get a reissue of stuff. And so it's kind of like what I'm doing is get a, going up there and getting a computer. While I'm up there, I'm wanting to see about. If they will show me now, I don't know how well they'll get into doing this. Like in Microsoft Excel, I want to do more stuff in Microsoft Excel. But the thing is, is they're going to want me to say, well, what is it you want to do in there? And so, you know, the, you know, and so they don't, might not spend right. a lot of time in that, but it's like, what else can I do on the computer to show them? Well, you know, I, I have an office type job. I mean, uh, being the president of, the organization and everything. Well, and you might want to either jot this down or keep this in mind, or when you listen to our podcast, make sure you listen to this part so you can jot some things down. But because of what you're saying, being in an office, one of your goals or some of your goals might be because you're a president, you need, you need to be able to, to have a, a member list and to be able to take a role. How do I, how do I arrange this? They might be able to help you. You could also say, well, how do I track like uh, membership dues? How do I do a checkbook register? Uh, how do I do uh, an expense journal for if you have like a business where you have cash register journal or something? Uh, and they they probably won't be able to help you in detail with some of that, but they might be able to help point you in the right direction. To for, right. build your own or, or at least get a what's it called template get a template to make something right and then also like uh they uh oh, uh you know they the there's certain things like that we were saying they they will teach you they don't like they won't teach you much software it's more they teach you how to the tools you need, you know, tools. Well, an application on the computer is, or on the iPhone is an app. It, it is a tool, you know, but they just don't show you everything about it. It's like, well, I, I want to know more about this. You know, it's like, okay, I have, I've heard that, you know, they're going to, they have a different Victor reader coming out. Well, they might still have the older ones, but they're taking the GPS off of these Victor units because it's so so good on the iPhone. And it's like, yeah, but if I'm on using my apps and they're telling me where to turn and I get a phone call, hello, <laughs> you know it's like, Well, they've always had two phone call. <laughs> they've always had two models of Vic Reader. One that was has always been a straight up book reader, period. And the other one has been the Victor Breeze, which adds the GPS. And what they're coming out with is they're only updating uh, the book reader. They're not going to. They're not updating yet. The the trucker breeze, but they probably will eventually. Well, no. The the Victor reader has the GPS built in it. No, the Victor Trek has the GPS built into it. The Victor reader is straight reader. There, there are there are two distinct models. Yeah. Well, well, there's two separate devices. Right. The Trekker Breeze is the Trekker Breeze. No, the Victor Trek is a combination of book reader and GPS right. that combines the Breeze into the Victor, and that's called the Victor Trek. Uh, 
But the one that they're updating is a straight-up Victor reader, which is only a book reader. Once they have those manufactured, I would be willing to bet they will quickly come out with a Victor Trek that's been remodeled. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the updates from, like, the OrCam. You know, I, I, I used that before, but it was a pain, you know, because the battery life was really sucked. And I didn't use it that much, but I did use it. But the battery sucked, and you had to make sure you had enough light. Well, they got a new version of that, which we had demonstrated at one of our meetings, where you know it's just it still mounts on your glasses, but it's got a cord that goes around your neck. So if it falls off, it just dangles around your neck and don't drop off onto the floor. It's got a really cool, excellent battery in it, and. Yeah, I would definitely have them show you that. And you can say, well, I used to use it a lot. I want to see what's different about this new model. And they'll, they'll probably show it to you. And then uh, they, I was telling my Vista, the last iPhone that they issued me was an iPhone 10, And so they put down to, you know, to, uh, you know, try to get me a, a newer iPhone. Now, I... Uh, don't want to admit it, but I have an iPhone 13, but yet, you know, if I can get a, get one, you know, I'm paying for this one from AT&T, see, but the VA can get me one. They can get me an iPhone or an iPad, you know, but if I already have an iPhone, you know, they can get me an iPad, you know. Um, the, you know, the thing is, if they give me a, a second phone, I don't have to use it as a phone. I'd have my phone. Then I'd be able to use the second phone as my GPS. So it works either way, but, you know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they, they do issue you one, and they will replace it. But, you know, I uh, – the now, phone you, you may be correct on that because I, I was thinking, and I'm, and I'm probably wrong, that when they came out with the iPad with issuing that, the agreement was we'll either issue the iPad or a laptop, but they wouldn't issue both a laptop and the iPad. But maybe you're right. Maybe it was the phone, you know, phone versus iPad, but that's something you could check on. Right. Well, I'm not really interested in getting an iPad. If they'll replace an iPhone, that's fine. But I don't have to put my SIM card in because probably the iPhone that I have is probably better than the one that they would give me because I ordered this one with 512 Five, yeah, 512 gigabytes, or half a terabyte, you know. Well, last time I got one issued, I think that's what mine has on it, is five, 512 on mine. Yeah. Mine mine's an iPhone 11. Yeah. Mine wasn't that big. They usually just give you what out of the box. And I'm like, well, can you look at the box before you open it? <laughs> you know, say on the box, you know, it's like, I don't want one with eight gigabytes on it, you know. Yeah, and quite honestly, they're prone to give you whatever is convenient on their shelf. Right. But if you do say, well, I have a lot of media on mine. I mean, I got a 512 and mine's already 128 full. I got to have at least 120, you know, 256. And I'll still be half full as soon as I load my stuff on it. Right. And, you know, that's, and so, you know, just like I said, you can, I can take my old computer up there I can take all my old stuff up there and have it in my room, but I don't want to, you know, but I, uh, I want them to show me how to, uh, hold on, let me jot this down okay. here. While you're jotting, it's advisable to take your laptop up there 
for example, if you use your laptop at all for anything. I want to. Because uh, they can see the condition that it's in. Uh, you may to. not have your new one issued to you for a, a week or so. So that first week when you're without it and you have stuff you want to do, then you just won't go do it. Well, I can do it on my phone. You know? um, I was going to um, go up there and, and let them know that I have an infected computer here and I want to do a rescue disk on a jump drive. I, I got four jump drives I'm taking with me. How do I run a virus scan on these jump drives? Then I want to put this rescue disk on the jump drive so I, whenever I go home, I can clean my two computers off I have at home. You know. Right, or you could bring one of your infected computers and say, you know, can you help me <laughs> check this out? You know, it may the the might you you might could just run a backup off that, but you may be backing up your virus. So you could say, if you're going to issue me a new one, let's do a, a boot up disk onto a thumb drive, and then you can use that to boot up the old system. Uh -huh. But then once you boot it up, then you'd have to do an antivirus on it, I'm sure. Right, but you'd be booting it off of a removable disk and not your built-in disk. Right. And then um, I was going to take my my Amazon device just to have in my room for keeping me company. <laughs> yeah. And so, but but the point with that is is if you have devices that you know you use on a daily basis, whether it be your your Amazon, your phone, your computer, it, they want you to take them because that way you can continue to do what you do. Uh, and plus, it gives you, you can show them what you can do. You can demonstrate why you need to have a new one, and it, and you'll just have an extra one. You go home with what you brought and plus what the issue. Yeah, and then they were saying. Uh... You know, they, they don't have any outings who are kind of restricted into the building. You know, they have to wear the masks in the hallways, I guess, in the dining room. It's like, that's kind of dumb. You know, you're going to go in the dining room around 36 other guys and you're sitting at your table. You're going to take your mask off and eat. Well, why, why would you have to wear your mask at all then? If, you know, because anytime, any other time you're in Heinz, you're usually in a room with your instructor. You know, it's usually one-on-one -on -one a lot of times. Right. It's like so you're you're one on one, your arms length away, sitting across the table or a desk. You're sitting at a cafeteria elbow to elbow with people. If anybody like four feet across the table from you. If anybody's if they're gonna spread corona, it would be in the dining room. They should just like here I go and go take my tray to my just take my tray to my room. But, what room. you do is you prove a point. You go to the dining room. You pour yourself a cup of coffee and you drink it through your mask. Look, uh, looks like I'm get these masks. Do <laughs> they filter my coffee fine? I, look at let me let me bite my Cheerios here. Look, they're they're, they're filtering my Cheerios just fine. <laughs> yeah, that's like that. Thanks for the food strainer. Yeah, they told me that like whenever you go on mobility, you know, you a lot of times with the with the GPS is they you go in a van and they drive around and there's and you're just playing with your with your device, you know, and uh -huh. hey, can we go to Wal can we go to Walmart or Target? I need to get some some snacks, you know. And they might, you know, take you or whatever. It's like, you know, but they the thing is their back fall on that is they have that PX in the in the in the hospital. You can go there. But but it the thing is is by the time you're done with your classes at three, that play it's closing. It's closed. You can't go there. By the time you walk over there to it, it's closed, you know. Right. 
and their their PX is little more than a little shop at. It's little more than like a, a well, big room with a few shelves in, in it. <laughs> yeah, they got snacks and sodas in there, but then you got to lug them all back. Say, so I'm just take my suitcase down there with me and load it up, and 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 you could potentially do that as a an O and M project, right? Instead of mobility, they're going to walk down to the shop and back. And... Let me grab my backpack and put it on my back, you know, my book bag, go down there, buy a bunch of snacks, put it in there. Take your Heinz VA PX bucks with you. <laughs> I don't even know if they give you those anymore. They did last time I was there, but I haven't been there in uh, four years, five years. And anyway, so that's all I know about going up there, but... Uh, so some some fun discussion there of uh, being introduced to some of the help and rehab services that a person might get. Now, of course, in the non-military world, they still have, at least in Illinois, Icre Wood. It's called Icre Wood because that's the street location where it's located. Icre Street and Wood Street is interesting. Well, no, it's uh, Illinois Center for Rehabilitation and Education, but it's on Wood Street. Yeah, it is on Wood Street. Illinois Center Rehabilitation Education. It's on the corner of Woods and Roosevelt. That was it. It's three miles from the Amtrak. I haven't I haven't been there since nineteen ninety. (laughs) <laughs> something or other no. uh, but they do have a similar facility because I haven't been there in oh my gosh 20 years probably uh, I don't know I, I've heard that they've fallen down in the quality and number of services that they offer uh, oh. but potentially they do offer O&M orientation mobility they, they used to offer braille classes to those who want to do that computer classes uh, I don't, whenever I went through the iPhone wasn't even a thing yet. So, but they probably do have some kind of a mobile device that they would teach you on. Uh, the, you live in your own room. Now there you're expected to make your own bed and sweep your own floor. Uh, but they do have cleaning staff to come in to like, you know, replenish toilet paper or whatever. Uh, they have a cafeteria. They have a common area to watch TV uh, they they used to have kitchen skills, uh, living skills. Uh, while I was there, I learned how to use a, a Braille note taker. Uh, I, I I wouldn't be able to use one these days, but back then I could. They even had GED classes for people with low vision uh-huh. uh, that needed that assistance with assisting with high school with yeah. GED. Yeah, in fact. I, uh, I, as a student, uh, I was able to help one of the guys up there who was trying to take his GED. He goes, well, you should be an instructor. I, I learned more from you than I do from my instructors. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do that. And they also give you a class like before you were leaving, if you were going to, I didn't do it because I didn't think that I would, but they would give you classes on how to fill out the paperwork for the FAFSA if you wanted to go, when you leave there to go to college. Well, I I didn't do that. I didn't think I would. And I came home and ended up going to college. <laughs> but but at the state level, they do have you know parallel things. One major difference bet- between the state-funded rehab facility and the VA facility uh, is that when you're in the VA facility, if they demonstrate it to you in a class and you learn how to use it. It is issued to you and you take it home with you and it's now yours. 
in the state system, they will show you a computer, but you don't take it. You don't take it with you. But if you have a need, meaning if you're a student or you have a job, then your state rehab worker will purchase one for you. Uh, but once they purchase that one for you, it is entirely up to you to uh, keep updated, update the software, replace it when it breaks. It is it is all on you. The VA will actually, if, if my laptop or like Terry recently uh, has virus troubles, he tried to feed his coffee, his coffee to his laptop. Well, <laughs> if it breaks, all I got to do is call the vest and they'll issue you. The replacement, or they'll they'll issue you like a work order to have it fixed or something. Um, but that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know there are things you, you, you learn how to use the long white cane. Either place will issue you that. Learning Braille, they will issue you your slate and the stylus. Uh, they will issue you certain things below a certain dollar value, but above a certain dollar value, you have to demonstrate a need on the state level. Yeah. Anywho, I, yeah, I also I, have I, a low vision because when I was there, I still had some vision, and there was a low vision eye doctor. So right. I got a well, it wasn't a <laughs> telescope. It wasn't big and long like a telescope, but it was just the a one eye. What do they call those? A monocular. They're they're generally about two or three inches long. Yeah. That you can hold them on your hand. They usually have a, a lanyard. You wear them around your neck like a necklace. Right. So it's been so long, I don't even know where mine's at anymore. But I'm, yeah. you know, they my, get stuff like that for people that are low vision. Right. My first trip fires. when I went, when I was living up in Michigan, uh, because I still had some sight, they did issue me a monocular that mounted to eyeglass frame, which I got. Uh, and then later gave Terry whenever he needed it. And I also was issued some lighted magnifiers that I've used for a long time. Yeah. And uh, so they issue stuff like that for low vision, you know, in, in both whether it's state or VA. So, yeah, just uh, I wanted to spend some time on that because of Terry's phone call. I knew it would kind of unfold and unpack a few things. So it's good to discuss you know, the initial avenue into getting rehab. And if a person is listening to this, like, well, that's an awful lot. I just don't know to get my head around all that. Okay. They'll take it in baby steps. You have you know, a one hour class and you focus on one thing. Uh, and if it, uh, in Terry's case, he's talking about going for, you know, four weeks. Well, you, it's not unheard of to be there for six or seven or eight weeks, or I've heard people being there longer for you know special reasons why, but generally, after you know eight weeks or so, about two months, usually pretty much have a good grasp of all the rehab departments. So you don't have to do everything. I mean, if you're not interested in you know woodwork or you know uh, manual skills, you can always tell them, "Yeah, I don't really want to do that," and they won't put pressure. They'll they'll focus your or they'll tra tell your training on what you want to focus on. Something should be done to help him. Sometimes I wish I wasn't so young and beautiful. Uh, yep. But anyhow, with all of that, it, I guess it's time to advance to our next Mail. topic. Mails. 
Next topic, yeah, is email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? And I do have an email, but I also have a request. Uh-oh. I only have two emails. Very so funny. I need people out there to send in your funny stories. We really would prefer to have like a personal funny family story, a classic funny uh, account of something, you know, embarrassing moment, a, a goofy camping trip, or something happened at school, at work, uh, something along that line. But hey, we're we're desperate enough. If you just have a funny story, like uh, lately, we would tell couple of jokes sent in to us. Uh, we'll take that too. Um, but we just need to hear from listeners to let us know. Uh, this is called The Bet. And I, I, I read this before, but it's been a while. <laughs> uh, a Texan walks into a pub in Ireland. He taps the bar and gets the attention of all the drinkers who are in there. And he says, I hear you Irish are a bunch of hard drinkers. I'll give 500 American dollars to anybody in here who can drink 10 pints of Guinness in an hour. I'm sorry, back to back. Just knock one down after the other. The room is quiet. No one takes up the Texas offer. One man even leaves the pub. 30 minutes later, the guy who left comes back. He taps the Texan on the shoulder. Is your bet still good? Asks the Irishman. The Texan says, yes. And he asks the bartender to line up 10 pints of Guinness. Immediately, the Irishman tears into all ten of the pint glasses, drinking them all down back to back. The other pub patrons uh, cheer as a Texan gazes on in amazement. The Texan gives the Irishman his $500 and says, If you don't mind my asking, where did you go for that 30 minutes you were gone? The Irishman replies, oh, I had to go to the pub down the street to see if I could do it first. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so in other words, you're not got 20 of them back to back. Yeah. <laughs> 10 down the road and 10 here. I thought maybe he was going to come in with a friend and they were going to stand back to back. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hey, we're desperate enough to accept a joke, uh, preferably one that's more funny than not. But if it's not, we'll try to make fun of it to make it better. But we rather would have a, a real life uh, story. Or you could just ask us a question about blindness issues. Anything <laughs> about how we do stuff, You know how we shave with the cheese whiz and stuff. <laughs> Cheese whiz and the lubricant on the poles and things. Oh, uh, this hair gel or something. Uh, anyway. Speak to me, my chubby little Romeo. Tell me that you love me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Stop saying things like that. It's time then 
for moving into our uh, final thoughts. I have a final thought or two or five. Um, <laughs> I was going to, I tried to write a joke about I, but it just kept going around and circling. <laughs> Today being pie day and all. <laughs> yeah. My therapist says I have a preoccupation with anger. We'll see about that. <laughs> You're going to show him what for, huh? Anger. Who? How dare he? <laughs> well, what do you call a candle in armor? A nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to write another joke about pie, but it just kept going on and on into infinity. <laughs> I don't suffer from insanity. I enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, how many polite New Yorkers does it take to screw in a light bulb? Both of them. <laughs> in other words, there's no polite New Yorkers at all. <laughs> Life is short. Smile while you still have teeth. Yeah, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> Although your smile may look better after. <laughs> Sometimes you're missing, your dentist is. <laughs> missing the tooth if you swallow it. <laughs> well, the last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on my list. <laughs> uh. The National Ambidextrous Club is thrilled. People are joining left and right. <laughs> I am sorry. I'd like to apologize for all the mean, accurate things I just said. <laughs> Well, today a man knocked on my door and asked for a donation for the new public pool, so I gave him a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> splish, splash. Here's a tip. Fill in a whoopee cushion with chocolate pudding, and it'll add a whole new dimension to the joke. <laughs> I know we mentioned that before on the podcast, but it was worth saying again. <laughs> The brain is an amazing organ. It continues to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, until you take an attack. <laughs> wow. That's so true. <clears throat> Atheism is a nonprofit organization. <laughs> well, 
I bought some chicken legs at Walmart the other day. Just before the young girl rang them up, I asked, are they front legs or back legs? After checking the passage, she said, I don't know, and she ran out to check with the manager. She came back a few seconds later with a red face and gave me the whole bird. <laughs> <laughs> This one goes out to the man who invented the number zero. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Empty set. A recent study has shown that women that carry a few more pounds than men, they live longer than the men that mention it. so don't mention it or knuckle sandwich (laughs) yeah as a kid I used to be afraid of the dark now as an adult I love the dark because I'm terrified of the electricity bill (laughs) um what did the bee say to the daffodil? Hey, bud, when do you open? <laughs> I don't have any more. So, right. I, mean, I could go on, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, such silliness. No, by George. Instead of such silliness, it's a case of such smartness. <laughs> sure. I got a feeling it won't take long. Why? Why go on? Because, hey, this is the part of the show where we like to sign off and tell everybody thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That's how we grow our audience the most. Thanks for all of our new listeners out there. And now it's on you to tell extra friends to join up and uh, enjoy our this wonderful hilarity and insights to the world and our funny family stories about, well, nothing much. <laughs> Leave us your funny story by visiting our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. Visit our contact link. Send us an email. You can write a note on any of the show notes. Uh, you can also listen to the shows right from the page, or you can s- subscribe to just about any podcatcher you might have, Apple, Google, and any other directories that are out there. And so with all that, that's all we got. So I'm your host, Keith, signing off, saying thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye for now. <laughs> that sounds funny. T-S-F at... That sounds funny. That sounds funny.